a hunting we will go. You have changed our afterlives for the better. And we spy a season premiere. What's going on, Cass? I'm an asset for the CIA. <laughs> I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, April 21st. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, for entertainment headlines. The New Mexico state government on Wednesday released the findings of its months-long investigation into the fatal shooting on the set of the Western film Rust, which killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injured director Joel Souza. The state issued the maximum possible fine of $136,793 to the film's production company for not following proper safety protocols. James Kinney, secretary of the New Mexico Environment Department, revealed some details of the report in a video. There were several management failures and more than sufficient evidence to suggest that if standard industry practices were followed, the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchins and the serious injury to Joel Souza would not have occurred. Through our investigation, we determined that Rust Productions failures were both serious and willful. To this end, we issued the maximum possible fine of $136,793 to the company. This fine was assessed against the legal entity Rust Production LLC, not specific individuals. The bottom line here is that it was the employer's obligation to follow national standards, and that did not happen on the set of Rust. Kenny added that although his department's investigation has now concluded, law enforcement's criminal investigation is still ongoing. You can watch his full statement at EW.com. In other news, George Michael's life is getting an encore, courtesy of the late singer himself. The new documentary, George Michael, Freedom Uncut, will premiere in theaters worldwide this summer, allowing fans a rare glimpse into the singer-songwriter's personal life. Narrated and co-directed by Michael before his death in 2016, the film is set for release on June 22nd, three days before his birthday. A press release about the movie reveals that Michael was, quote, heavily involved and dedicated in the production of George Michael Freedom Uncut, making it an incredibly special posthumous release and a poignant and moving tribute to his legacy. Using never-before-seen first-hand footage as well as personal archival footage, George Michael Freedom Uncut explores Michael's career and goes deep into the making of his best-selling 1990 album, Listen Without Prejudice, Volume 1. It also details the relationship between Michael and his first love, Anselmo Filippa, who was diagnosed with HIV and died in 1993 during the singer's famous lawsuit against Sony. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, including our digital cover story on the new season of Russian Doll, head over to EW.com. All right, it is time to kick off our top three picks with a true crime docuseries that's also maybe an indictment of true crime docuseries, Hulu's Captive Audience. This series follows the tragic saga of the Stainer family, which begins with the disappearance of seven-year-old Stephen Stainer in 1972. 
Seven years later, his dramatic return to his family sparked a media frenzy, including a made-for-TV movie watched by millions of viewers. But the end of that sad chapter for the Stainers was also the beginning of another one, which would ultimately end with Stephen's older brother, Carrie, convicted of murder. Here's a clip from the series. We wanted to go back to our normal lives because that's what kids want. They want their normal life back and just want to go about their day just like anybody else. Kind of hard to do that when you got cameras everywhere, though. How <laughs> are the kids treating you in school? Just fine. All right, good luck. You know, we all got a little jealous also. A lot of attention went to Steven. I was jealous. Jody was jealous. And my older brother, Kerry, was off. He was very off. He got annoyed with the constant media attention. Hey! hey. <laughs> Steve? Yeah. I'm your brother. Captive Audience explores the evolution of true crime storytelling through the lens of the Stainer's 50-year story and ponders how our appetite for stories like this drives a demand the media is eager to satisfy. You can stream the first three episodes of the series on Hulu right now. Number two. Now, hopefully you won't say boo to our number two pick, the season finale of CBS's Ghosts. The breakout supernatural sitcom is departing for now, but like, well, a ghost, it will soon return to this world for a second season. But first, on the finale, living couple Sam and Jay have learned to coexist with the ghosts haunting their beautiful country house, and they're preparing to finally welcome their first guest to the bed and breakfast they've turned the house into. But they face still more obstacles, including their wealthy neighbors trying to buy them out. And then they find out that Viking ghost Thorfinn placed a Norse curse on them. Hey, Every business owner has their own unique problems, right? Here's a clip from the finale. Screw those rich people. We're not selling. Who do they think they are? Yeah, with their fancy cars and their pickleball courts. <laughs> Babe, let, let's not drag pickleball into this. I mean, I've actually gotten pretty into it lately. What? Since when? Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, I played a couple games with Mark. We're pickle bros. Again, that term is not catching on, Jay. But yeah, this guy's good. What's not good is the termites I just found in your basement. Oh, hate the news, love the segue. Yeah, that was some pretty nice wordplay. Come on, I'll show you guys. Ugh, it's just one thing after another with this house, right? Seriously, it's like we're cursed. Oh boy, this is not good. What's the big deal? They just spray your tent. I mean, it's not gonna be a pleasant few days, but we literally can't die, so there's that. No, Jay is right, they are cursed. I know, because I cursed them myself. What are you talking about? When they first move in here, we tried haunting them out, and haunting failed, so to prevent the B&B from opening, I placed Norse curse on them. Sure, makes sense. Then bad things start to happen. Sam falls down the stairs, and the curse makes me light the gazebo on fire. Now, as the opening approaches, the curse only grows stronger. Come on, curses aren't real, right? We're stuck in an endless purgatory. We saw a guy go down on us a couple weeks ago, and curses is where you draw the line. Okay, those are some valid arguments. Thor, you gotta go tell Sam about this. This pointless. Curse cannot be erased. Plus, if we tell Sam, she might take TV away. Well, that would just 
be pretty cruel. You can see how, or if, the curse gets lifted on the season finale of Ghosts tonight at 9 on CBS. It's trivia time! Though he didn't continue with the show, ghost star Ukash Ambukar appeared in an early workshop production of Hamilton in which role? Hercules Mulligan slash James Madison, Lafayette slash Thomas Jefferson, or Aaron Burr? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now, our number one pick is cleared for takeoff. It's the season premiere of The Flight Attendant. Season two of HBO Max's high-flying dramedy finds Kaylee Cuoco's Cassie living her best sober life in Los Angeles while still trotting around the globe as a flight attendant and also moonlighting as a CIA asset. But this new side hustle leads to Cassie getting caught up in more international intrigue when she witnesses a murder during an overseas assignment. Now, as the mystery unfolds, she'll also reunite with Rosie Perez's Megan, who's on the run from the government, literally confront other versions of herself in her mind palace, and continue to make the wrong decision at almost every turn. Here is a preview. We should hang out in Berlin. I actually have to work when I get there. You have work in Germany? It literally feels like you're living in a spy novel. What's going on, Cass? I'm an asset for the CIA. <laughs> I know, we said no more secrets, but you were just about to guess it anyway. What does it matter? Cassia, I was like literally nowhere close to figuring that out. My family always said I was the bad child. There are a lot of weird things going on around me. I'm starting to think that someone is pretending to be me. It sounds like someone's trying to frame you. I have worked so hard to build this new life, and I am holding on to it with everything that I have. Are you? Are you me? Oh, God, don't answer that. Would you think you're going to find some hot dead guy in here again? <laughs> Cassie really takes talking to herself to a whole other level this season. You can board The Flight Attendant on HBO Max right now. The first two episodes of season two are available to stream. Before we go, we've got a little bit more flight attendant content of sorts. Guess you could call this in-flight viewing recommendations. Because we also spoke to star Griffin Matthews, who plays Shane Evans on the show. And we asked him, what you watching? 
My husband and I recently started watching a new anthology series on Apple TV called Roar. It is stories about women, starring women, written by women. It is like Black Mirror, um, but with all of your favorite actresses, Nicole Kidman and Issa Rae and Cynthia Erivo. And I happened to be on the first episode with Issa Rae. It was wild to film it. It is wild to watch it. It is such a crazy ride. It feels like little mini horror films each episode. And I mean, if you're into that, you will really love the, the ride that is Roar. I also started watching my guilty pleasure TV series, Bridgerton, like the rest of planet Earth. Season one was so good. Season two is back with Jonathan Bailey starring. He is arguably one of the hottest actors in Hollywood, out gay men, and he is killing season two. It's like so good to watch it. It's yummy TV. And then randomly, we saw this 2018 documentary the other night called The Rachel Divide. It is about Rachel Dolezal, the woman who was born white but said that she is black. It is bananas. I was screaming at the TV. I mean, there were times when I was like really feeling for her. Like they really do a great job of letting you into her world. And then there were times when I was like, I can't even believe this is real. I think that's like how good movies are supposed to be. You're supposed to feel something and you will absolutely feel something if you watch The Rachel Divide on Netflix. It's so, uh, it's just so good. Take a peek. Not gonna lie, Rachel Dolezal is not a name we thought we'd hear in 2022, but here we are. To recap, you can stream Roar on Apple TV Plus, and you can take a peek at Bridgerton and The Rachel Divide on Netflix. Trivia. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Ghost star Utkarsh Ambukar appeared in an early workshop production of Hamilton. In which role? Hercules Mulligan slash James Madison, Lafayette slash Thomas Jefferson, or Aaron Burr? The answer is, wait for it, Aaron Burr. That workshop production also featured Anikononi Rose as Angelica Schuyler and The Vampire Diaries' Anna Noguera as Eliza Hamilton. Ambukar, meanwhile, would go on to collaborate with Lin-Manuel Miranda again on the improvised hip-hop show Freestyle Love Supreme. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.